In Jesus' name, amen. It was always the highlight, uh, not only of the, the school year, that particular year, but I think also of, of all of the grade school experience. Uh, we were given, each of us students was given a small little styrofoam cup, and we were told to place a hole in the bottom, to fill that little cup with dirt, and then to put a seed somewhere in the middle. Uh, now, there was probably some lesson in there about photosynthesis or the life cycle of a plant or something like that, but uh, none of us were too concerned about that. Uh, this project meant that we got to be farmers, uh, at least for a little while. And to anyone who grew up on a farm or lived in the country, this science school project probably seemed a little bit silly. Uh, but to us uh, students in suburban Chicago, uh, we were farmers. And I knew as a little third grader that I was going to be the best farmer in the class. I was going to take care of that little seed. I was going to place it right in the sun, and I did, right on the kitchen windowsill where it got the light, and I was going to rotate it. I was going to water it twice a day. Uh, my seed, I was sure, was going to become this beautiful, blooming, blossoming tree. And I went to bed that first night after having taken it home, and I was sure that I was going to wake up the next morning, and there was going to be this plant just bursting forth from that little styrofoam cup. Uh, but that's not quite how it worked out. <laughs> I woke up the next morning, and my cup of dirt was a cup of dirt. Uh, but I wasn't going to give up hope. This was only day one, and as the days went on, I kept on watering, kept on rotating it, but it was still a cup of dirt. And, and eventually, we were told to bring back our plants to class so that we could share and, and compare. And uh, most of the other students' plants looked something like this. And they would measure their, uh, their, their plants in centimeters or inches, but mine stayed a little bit more like this. Just, just a cup of dirt. And as uh, the days and the weeks went on, I began to lose hope. I had once been so excited, but now I began to despair. I, I began to despise that little cup of dirt. Uh, and that's all it was, just dirt. Uh, I, I think sometimes... In our Christian lives, we can feel much the same way. We, we look at the world around us, and all we see is dirt. And we know that God is here somewhere in the midst of it. The seed is hidden in there somewhere. We, we know that God is working. We've heard his promises, and we want to believe they're true, that he loves us, that he'll never leave us or forsake us, that he's always there, that, that God sent his own son Jesus to die for us and, and for our sins. We, we know those things, but... But as we look at the world around us, all we see is dirt. We, we see it at the funeral home of the dear friend that we've now lost. And, and they fought through cancer maybe for seven years. And, and we felt like we were fighting along with them. And we, we went to visit them first at home and, and then in the hospital. We held their hand and we prayed. Oh, did we pray that, that God would heal them? He is the great physician after all. And, and we know that he's healed so many others. And, and we wanted to see a miracle. We know he could do them. But, but no miracle came. And so we're there at the funeral home. And all we see is dirt. Uh, we see it on our TV screens. We're reminded that we live in a big world, a big dirty world. We, we turn on the news and we hear about wars and, and nuclear threats in faraway places. We, we, we turn on the news and we see stories of a seven-car pileup and 14 dead on the other side of, of the country. We, we see it. We know that it's true. We live in a big dirty world. We also know that that dirt sometimes hits a little bit closer to home in our own lives and the sin that comes, and the temptation 
that comes. In the vicious cycle of sin and guilt and then trying to make ourselves feel better, maybe with more sin on top of it. And, and many of us, we've prayed because we know that we can't beat that temptation on our own. Uh, we, we've seen how true it is that we need God's power. We, we pray for his spirit to remove the temptation, for, for God to come and, and do something about these attacks of Satan. I mean, isn't that what God wants, after all, for us to live like his children? And, and why wouldn't he protect us from these temptations? But it doesn't seem like God is doing very much. And, and all we're left seeing in our lives, in our sinful lives, is the dirt. And sometimes we might even give up hope. We, we might get angry at God. We, we might wonder, Lord, if you're there, why don't you do something? If you care, why don't you act? And, and, and if you're not going to listen to our prayers, then why should we even keep on praying? If you're not going to remove the temptation, Lord, then why should I fight against it? All we see is, is the dirt. But today, Jesus reminds us uh, in, in the parables that we heard that he is here. That God is working. He is reigning and ruling. He is our king and, and he is active. That he has entered into our dirty world. Jesus told us this in this parable he told us of the mustard seed. You heard it. Jesus explained that his kingdom, his activity in this world can be compared to the smallest of little seeds, a little tiny mustard seed. And Maybe the first time we heard that or, or read through it, it might have caught us off guard or, or at the very least it seemed problematic, right? How could God's kingdom be compared to a tiny little seed? Because God, don't you know we have great big problems in this world? <laughs> don't you know that we live in a dirty, messy world full of sin? Don't you know we, we see it on our TV screens and we experience it in our lives? Lord, how can you leave us with this little mustard seed of a kingdom? But Jesus tells us this parable so that we would be reminded that the problem isn't that his kingdom is too small or that he's not here because he is. I think the problem is more often than not, we are so fixated on the dirt that we've forgotten that God is here and he is working. He is reigning and ruling. He is our king. It's just that God works in ways that we would never expect him to. God tends to work in in more often than not, not in the big, in the bold, the grand, in the glorious, but the small, little, mustard seed ways. I think about Jesus himself, right? When he came into this world, he jumped down out of that glorious heavenly throne, and where did he end up? Into a dirty, messy, little manger. And who would have ever thought that that's how the kingdom of God was going to break into our world, but that's how he works, and it continued throughout Jesus' life, didn't it? As he spent time with the sick and the lepers and the blind and the deaf, as he ate meals with the tax collectors and sinners of, of all kinds, it continued all the way up until Jesus' death as he jumped up onto a dirty, bloody cross. And who would have ever thought on that Good Friday that that would have been how God would have worked his kingdom in our lives, bringing us everything that we need? Who would have thought that that's where we would see God's glory most clearly? That's how our God works, in small, little, mustard seed ways. And, and I believe Jesus tells us this parable because Satan is working to try to get us to just see the dirt. <laughs> Satan wants nothing more than for you to become so fixated on the sin and the pain and the hurt and the temptations that you forget that in this world there is a seed, that God is working, that he is reigning and ruling in small, little ways. Satan wants nothing more than for you to give up hope, to get angry at God, and to end your prayers to stop fighting against temptation, to stop believing in the small, little, mustard seed kingdom. 
But Jesus reminds us today, he is here, he is working, and it's just that his kingdom looks a whole lot less like a presidential White House or Buckingham Palace than it does a refugee camp or a hospital ward. That God has come here today. He is here in the midst of our dirt. And God's promise, he reminds us of this in our reading for today, is that one day that little tiny seed, the work that he's doing that doesn't look like much, one day that will come to fruition. One day Jesus will return and that little seed it will blossom and bloom and grow. One day there will be a world where we will live underneath the shade of God's tree, where where there will be a world with no more hurt, no more pain, no more funeral visits, no more children who get sick and, and die, no more suffering, no more dirt. And in the midst of our world, Jesus points us forward to that day, to that grand and glorious day, so that we don't lose hope, so that we don't give up on that little seed. But until then, Until that great and glorious day, brothers and sisters, my encouragement to you is remember the seed is there. That God's kingdom is here. It's here. We we, we taste it. We touch it. We see it today in, in the bread, in the wine, in the body, in the blood of Jesus, right? Who would ever expect for God to work in such a mustard seed way like that? Coming to us with every gift we need of forgiveness and grace right there at this altar through a simple wafer and a tiny little cup of wine. But there in that mustard seed way, God is, is breaking into our world. His kingdom has come. It's, it's there in, in the waters of baptism, in that little bowl of water, in the promises and the words that are made. God is working in that mustard seed way to to clothe us with Christ and draw us into his family. God is working through the simple stumbling words of his people, people like you and me. For some of you, it's with Jojo as you go out and, and you share the love of Jesus in simple little ways or as you sit with a friend and hold their hand and remind them of the life and the love of Jesus. As, as parents, grandparents, uh, dads and moms, as you, as you read the Bible stories to your children or your, or your grandchildren, as you teach them the prayers of the church in those little ways through the, the speaking of his word, his kingdom has come. The, the mustard seed is there. Brothers and sisters, I I know it's easy to to forget about that and to only see the dirt. Remember that that God is working, that he's reigning and ruling even today. And one day, that seed will grow up into a great and glorious plant. In Jesus' name, amen.